Welcome to Pulse, a Paychex HR podcast, where HR professionals find insights on today's top issues and inspiration to build and lead effective teams in a healthier workplace. I'm your host, Rob Parsons. Hi, folks. Rob Parsons here. Welcome to Pulse. We're joined again by Gene Meister, founding partner of Future Workplace and now EVP of Executive Networks, an HR peer network company. Gene has teamed up with Paychex to conduct research into employees' top concerns and priorities as the modern workplace continues to evolve. Today, we'll be discussing the impact of workplace schedules. Gene, welcome back. Thank you so much for having me, Rob. Of all the research studies, I found this one fascinating. And the reason why is that with all the talk about the great resignation and people leaving for either better jobs or changing occupations, this research put a spotlight on people's unpredictable work schedules and how that's impacting their engagement, satisfaction, and overall well-being. You know, it's it's really interesting. And there's a lot of dynamics here, Gene. Um, my work schedule is pretty predictable, uh, but we're talking about a different, you know, a, a, a different segment of the workforce, uh, shift workers, part-time workers, uh, people in different industries that have been impacted for, for a variety of reasons. Um, can you tell me a little bit about what this unpredictability has, has created? Well, first of all, you bring up a good point. This was the first time we included part-time workers in our sample. And overall, across the U.S., they actually make up 17% of the workforce and 63% are women. So the big finding is that they are saying unpredictable work schedules impact their overall well-being with a particular focus on their emotional well-being, about a fourth were saying it causes burnout, and importantly, their financial well-being. If you have an unpredictable work schedule and you're an hourly worker, you just really don't know how much you're going to earn from week to week. So we hear about people living paycheck to paycheck. Well, this situation really says I'm not I'm not even sure I can make my pay my bills because I don't know how many hours I'm going to work each week or each month. So interesting. Unpredictable work schedule equals unpredictable paycheck. And yes. and one of the things I find disheartening about this is the dramatic impact this has on our frontline workers who've really for the past 2 years have been heroes, have really stepped up, uh have taken the brunt of the challenges we've been facing and yet are still facing some of the some of the issues they've always faced. Exactly. I mean, about three out of 10 say that their work schedules are, are unpredictable. And for the younger workers, let's talk about the millennials first. Three times as many millennials have reported they have decided to switch jobs because of unpredictable work schedules. That is huge. And this is our future workforce. Um, And they're doing it out of necessity. So I I think that the the second issue that, that the younger workers 
um, flagged for us in the research was because of the unpredictable work schedules, they're finding it really hard to enroll in professional training and development and to pursue their, you know, their next career. And, you know, when you combine all of it, it really leads to um, dissatisfied workers who will leave if employers don't take action. I, I find this, Gene, to be actually a bit of a wake-up call uh, for America's employers. Younger workers, part-time workers have traditionally been um, the taken-for-granted part of the workforce, the neglected part of the workforce, the uh, easy-come, easy-go part of the workforce, the unvalued part of the workforce. Are we starting to see a shift in, in actually welcoming, being more inclusive, uh, it, treating these people as just as valuable as traditional full-time employees? We have to, Rob, or, or else it's going to be a revolving door. I mean, I know where I live, about an hour south of Albany, um, we continue to see signs that say, help wanted. We've even started to see signs that say, we'll open when we have the workforce we need to serve you. So I, I, in this is really this is really causing a major issue for employers. And I think they're now being forced to take action. Right. They could not they could sort of slide by before. But now this is impacting their business. For sure. I mean, just putting a flag out that says now hiring, it's not enough. Right. A lot right. of people are hiring. I have a lot of choices a lot of options you know when we talk about these these unpredictable schedules um you know you talked about the unpredictable paycheck uh the the toll on well-being what are some things that employers can do to help alleviate that what 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 should we be thinking about uh when dealing with these younger workforces with these part-time workforces with these more flexible uh fluid workforces well, I think employers should um, really look at the root cause. What's causing these unpredictable work schedules for the frontline customer facing workers? And what can they do about it? You know, this is the time now to develop a business plan. What technology tools can they put into place to manage their on demand workforce? Um, what can they cross train employees so that they have a more fluid workforce that's skilled? Can they develop a culture where, you know, people can collaborate and solve business problems as a team? So you're not relying on one or two job roles. Uh, so I think it starts with data, if you will, and mm -hmm. employers to develop a business plan. I think from there, they have to take a hard look at what are their well-being benefits. We now know, um, and we've seen over the last couple of surveys, that emotional well-being and financial well-being are being impacted um, significantly. So employers should take a hard look at what are they offering in these two areas? And are they communicating that in the right way so that their workers really understand the full portfolio of benefits they have available to them? You know, and there's probably, especially with these uh, more novel benefits, uh, more novel packages, 
there is the opportunity to extend it to your part-time workforce and give them more support and, and give them more of a leg to stand on and be then a more valuable part of the company, be part of the company versus just an ancillary, just something extra. Absolutely. And, you know, we now know that the major employers are starting to extend well-being benefits to families of employees. So they're they're really sort of having a very broad look here. They need to really do the same thing for part-time workers, for sure. And then finally, I think they have to start having more stay interviews. You know, what would it take for you to stay with us so they understand early what some of these issues are and they can take action before, you know, before a lot of people leave because they're not satisfied. I could see that also having a real impact on my full-time employee base. I know your research, you know, we looked at part-time, but you also looked at just general raw hours worked and people are going to get burned out with staffing levels decreasing. Uh, The work isn't decreasing. So people are having to pick up that workload and there's probably a lot of employees that are that are not feeling great about their current situation. So so it's not just a stay interview, is it, Gene? It's actually acting on what you find during that stay interview. Absolutely. And, you know, what we found is the part time workers are working shorter hours. And just as you said, because they're working shorter hours and more unpredictable hours, the work still has to get done. So the full-time workers are working longer hours and that's impacting their emotional well-being. So you can see how it snowballs throughout the workforce. One of the things I'd, I'd had another guest, uh, Sabina Batia from PayActive, and we talked a lot with her about technology and the opportunity to swap shifts, the opportunity to share hours, the opportunity for employees to work collectively to, to, to help contribute to managing these workloads. What have you seen on the technology side? I think that's what's needed. Giving workers more of a say in how they manage their own shifts because everyone's life situation is different. And, you know, working moms have a different um, preference for the hours they want to work than someone who might be retired and joining the workforce again. So I think if at all possible, how do we, you know, take the pulse of everyone and help them to propose what works best for them on an individual personalized basis. Now, it might not work out for everyone, but we should at least give workers the choice to propose the schedule that works best for them. It's it's really interesting the the area you're mining into here, Gene, because now we're not just talking about where I work, uh, but we're talking about when I work. Exactly. And this when you work also has an impact on full time workers. They're also raising their hands and saying, I'd like a more personalized, customized approach, not only to working remote, hybrid or in the office, but what are the for the for knowledge workers, what are the core collaboration work hours? So it's when you work. And so I think the, this whole issue of when is impacting every worker, regardless of whether they're frontline or knowledge workers. 
so interesting, Gene. Any any last thoughts to share on what you what you learned during this research or what you're just seeing out in the industry around this topic of when? I think the the issue of of when has to be surfaced at regular at regular times by leaders. And I think, you know, we say a lot leaders, especially now as the pandemic is entering, I guess it's third year now, Rob, right? That leaders really have to be empathic and, and understand the work situations of their workforce. And as a major trend, what we have seen is a pretty large disconnect between leaders' lives on how they're managing their work schedules and their overall work and personal lives and frontline workers and part-timers, vastly different situations. And I think leaders have to really understand what all different segments of their teams are going through so that they can really lead with empathy. I think that's a that's a great point. A lot of times I've heard or we have the expectation, well, I'm doing it. Why can't everybody else? And that's not always fair. It's not really realistic, you know, when we get down to it. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, Gene, thank you so much for joining the podcast today. I just I found this to be such a, a, a surprising and interesting and important topic. So thank you for for conducting this research and sharing it with our listeners. And I want to I want to applaud Paychecks for putting a spotlight on this issue, because our frontline customer facing workers have become more important now, and we've recognized their importance over the last couple of years. And this has not been a segment where there's been a lot of research on their needs and expectations. So we're going to continue to dive on deep on this issue. Thank you so much, Rob, for having me. Oh, I love it. Thank you, Gene. And thank you to our listeners for joining. I encourage all of you to visit paychecks.com slash works. That's paychecks.com slash W-O-R-X to see a full breakdown of the research, along with Gene's insights and recommendations on how you can manage this, this challenging issue. Finally, we'd also love you to tell us what you want from this podcast please visit payx.me slash pulse topics to submit guest and topic ideas. That's P-A-Y-X dot M-E slash pulse topics. Thank you all, and please stay happy and healthy. This podcast is property of Paychex Incorporated 2022, all rights reserved.